Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Back in January, Texans had high hopes that they might receive finally some real property tax relief after years of broken promises. When they heard about the $32.7 billion budget surplus, it seemed like the legislature would have enough money to actually take care of some of their new spending needs and also do it, make a serious effort at buying down the Texas property tax. Alas, that doesn't seem to be the case. The legislature is on track to put as little as $9.8 billion into property tax relief. Meanwhile, increasing spending by a lot more than that. So we're going to talk about this week the, the possibilities of tax relief and the possibilities of spending a lot of money on this week's Liberty Cafe. Hi, this is Bill Peacock, and I'm really glad to have you here with me today. It's, it's a blessing today as it always is. And we're also very happy to be sponsored here at the Liberty Cafe by Texas Scorecard. It's a great group of men and women over there fighting for your liberty and my liberty and all of our liberty, even those of us who don't know it, actually. And so go over to texasscorecard.com and take some time to learn about what they're doing and, and how you can get involved in the battle for liberty. So let's take a little step back here. When the Texas legislature convened in 2021, they actually had a regular session and three special sessions because they couldn't quite make up their mind what they wanted to do. Uh, there were a lot of problems. In, in part, it was uh, the census had been delayed, and so they're going to have to do some redistricting. But there are also some issues around the budget and spending and those kind of things because they didn't have as much money as they wanted to spend. But when everything was said and done, they had appropriated about $162 billion in state funds, generally what's known as general revenue funds. And that covered actually three years, uh, fiscal year 2021, 2022, and 2023. Because although we have a two-year budget cycle, which is called a biennium, usually in a legislative session, matter of fact, always in a legislative session, they also spend money in the, the current biennium or that they're in, the current year that they're in, plus appropriate money for the upcoming two years. And so it's $162 billion in state funds back in 2021. Now this session, according to the Senate versions of, um, of the two bills, Senate Bill 30 is the, what's known as the Supplemental Appropriations Bill. That's where they're spending money into the current year. And then the regular appropriations bill, House Bill 1, the Texas legislature is going to spend $223.6 billion. So if you just look at that number like that, that's a $62 billion increase over what they appropriated in 2021. Or another way of looking at that, that's a 38.7% increase in spending over a two-year period. So you break that down about 19% per year. So just think about that. Would you, are you gonna, are you, is your spending increasing, your income increasing by 19% this year? Probably not for most of you. Yet that's what the legislature is doing. And this is by far the largest spending increase in Texas history. And that's uh, the highest percentage increase in, in recent memory. The um, 
back in 2007, this kind of session to session, how much they appropriated last session versus this session, it went up 21% back in 2007 and 20% in 2013. So how are they getting away with this? How are they doing this? Well, historically, what happens is the, the Texas legislature uses budget gimmicks when it wants to f spend more money than it has on hand. Working around the Texas Constitution's balanced budget amendment, because you, 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 unlike the federal government, the Texas government has to balance its budget every time. So typically what they do, and they did this some last time, is they, they do all these tricks to to delay spending a little bit, hopefully hoping that they'll get more money in the future. And that's what they did back in, in 2021. They didn't actually draft a conservative budget that just said, okay, this is how much we have. This is how much we're going to spend. They drafted a budget that said, okay, this is how much we have. We're going to just spend this much until we get back in 2023, and hopefully we have more money, so we're going to spend more. So it wasn't a conservative Texas budget at all. But it did put them in a situation where they had to come in and spend a lot more money this session to make up for what they didn't appropriate last session, and then since they had this big pot of money in their hands, they decided to just keep going with that and spend a lot more money than they had even planned back then for this year and going forward. This session, they're using budget gimmicks again, except this time they're using it not to get more money because they have all the money they need. They're using it to hide how much they're spending from their constituents. And you can kind of understand why, because Texas taxpayers want lower taxes. They've been dying for property tax relief for a long time. And if they were to find out that the legislature is spending all this money on other stuff, but then telling us that they don't have enough money to give us property tax relief, you can see how we might be upset about that. So the legislature is trying to, to hide this. And there's a lot of different ways they do this. And some of them are traditional, and some of them are kind of new in this budget. And so I'm just going to look at three of them very briefly here. Uh, the, the first is what they do is they, they play this biennial game, right? So they in 2021, they appropriate money for the 22-23 legislative session, two years going forward. This year, they're appropriating money for the 24-25 fiscal years. Right? So 22 23 fiscal years, 24, 25 fiscal years. And then they, they put out this document that compares the spending for 24-25, or the appropriations for 2024-25, compared to what they are going to spend in 22 and 23. That may sound kind of complicated, but it's it's really straightforward. So let's go back to, to 2021. Uh, so in that year, they told us, that they were going to spend $166 billion That's of state money back in 2021. Yet if you look at the summary the legislature has put out for how much money they're, they're really going to spend in 2022-2023, it's $182 billion. So all of a sudden, it's $16 billion higher today than it was back in 2021. Where'd that come from? Well, one of the ways that comes from is when they do these supplemental appropriations. So, for instance, 
they just passed this supplemental appropriation bill, the Senate version of that, which is $13 billion. Now, they, they did some, some things that changed it around. And, and so, that, but that's increased what they're spending last time, which means how much they're spending this time doesn't look as big compared to what they spent last time. Right? The, the, the increase is less than what they tell us the increases is less than it really is when you compare it to what they did last time. For instance, just what they did last time when they told us how much they were going to spend in 2021 on their budget documents, it said it was a 1.5% spending increase. But now, after the passage of Senate Bill 30 this time, we see it's actually would have been an 11.3% increase. And so they, they, they hide this 11.3% increase two years down the road until nobody's paying attention to it anymore. Because I guarantee you, nobody's focusing on how much money is being spent in Senate Bill 30. But what it does is it, it, turned, it puts a lie to their documents that were put out in 2021. They weren't increasing spending by 1.5%. They were increasing it by 11.3%. But yet two years later, you know, who cares? So that's one of the ways they do that. Another way they do this is, is they, they, this session anyway, they're, they're hiding part of that $13 billion increase in, in Senate Bill 30. And this is really amazing to me. So if you look at the official budget documents for Senate Bill 30, it says that the increase in state general revenue funds is $5 billion. But if you go total all the appropriations of general revenue funds in Senate Bill 30, it's really $13 billion. Well, so how do they manage that? They, they spend $13 billion but they only tell us it's five. Well, the way they did that was, and this is particularly egregious, I think, is they, so last year, 2022, property taxes went up by $8 billion, or over 12%. School property taxes went up over $5 billion and about 13%. Well, what that does is it gives local schools a lot more money because they got more money than they were expecting through property taxes, which means the legislature doesn't have to spend as much money on, on public education this year as they thought they were. So they just unappropriated about $8 billion. It, it was from the property tax and, and a couple of other sources, but they just unappropriated $8 billion for public education and, and went and spent it on all these other things and turned that into $13 billion. But because they unappropriated these funds, these $8 billion worth of funds, the new spending, the new $13 billion worth of spending this year, 2023, only shows up to be $5 billion. That's bad enough as it is, but I think what's really bad about it is they are increasing state funding on the backs of Texas property taxpayers. They're promising us property tax relief uh, in in their bills that are going forward over here. Not very much, like I said, about nine point eight billion dollars from the session uh, from the from the Senate version anyway. But at the same time, they're using our property tax funds to bolster spending of state funds. It's a pretty sad situation that we've gotten into. And so that brings us to the last big item of, of how they're hiding these spending increases. So there's this 
$10 billion program that the Texas Senate wants to pass. It's called the Texas Energy Insurance Program. What is that? Well, it's a, it's a program. So here's the deal. Republicans in Austin are scared to death that if your lights go out, you're going to stop voting Republican. And, and so in order to keep a Republican majority in Texas, this isn't the only place they're doing this with, but it's one of the places they're doing it with. So in order to keep a Republican majority in Texas, they want to spend $10 billion of your dollars and give it to some energy company or some maybe multiple energy companies to build $10 billion worth of electric generation plants that are, for the most part, just going to sit there. But if it ever gets really tight and the market gets tight and we're kind of running low on energy, well, then these plants will turn on and supply enough electricity, hopefully, in their mind, to keep the lights from going out. And therefore, you'll keep voting Republican. At least that's the uh, what they're hoping on. But it, it's a bad idea because... The, that puts the burden on Texas taxpayers. One of the brilliant things about the Texas electricity market today is, well, in the past anyway, is it's competitive. And so the investment decisions, how much to invest and build, and the risk for doing those has always been on the generators. They can come in and build an electricity plant because they think they're going to make money. If they make money, great. If they don't, they bear the risk. Their employees and stockholders bear the risk. But here... It's going to be Texas consumers. We're going to have to pay for this $10 billion of generation plants, whether we need it or not. Okay, so that's kind of a side note, but just to explain to you where this $10 billion might go. Well, they needed $10 billion for this, but they they ran across a, a problem when they got to this point of passing this bill. Actually, it was two problems. First of all, they, they ran into this problem that Texas taxpayers might object to them giving more money to energy companies than they are to Texans for tax relief. So that's one problem. But a more technical problem showed up is that, you know, so the Texas Constitution has a tax spending limit, which means basically that spending by the legislature every two years can only increase as fast as the growth of the Texas economy. Right now, that is measured by population growth plus inflation. And that's around 12%, I think, over this, the last two years is what they're using as a target, which, which means with all the money that they're spending in the Texas budget, over $200 billion total in state funds, they only have $2.3 billion left to spend under this constitutional limit. Now, they could, they could pass they could pass a bill or vote to break that spending limit but you know passing a bill to break the spending limit to give 10 billion dollars to energy companies isn't really a politically uh, viable vote so instead of appropriating the 10 billion dollars for their energy insurance programs they're just trying to create a little fund outside of the general revenue fund and transfer this money over this $10 billion over into this fund and just let it sit there. And then when the when the going is good, probably in 2025 when they come back again and they don't have this little pesky problem of having to break the, uh, the spending 
cap, then they'll appropriate that $10 billion then, right? Again, when people aren't paying as much attention, they'll probably do it in a supplemental budget or something like that again, or maybe not. But however they do it, it's not going to be subject to the spending limit, and it probably won't take them over the spending limit, so they won't have to vote to break it. So they're hiding this $10 billion, so we can't get our hands on it for property tax relief. They're, by transferring it, they're taking it away from us. We can't use it for property tax relief, but they're setting it aside exclusively for these energy companies. So th that's the situation we're facing here in Texas today. The Texas legislature can't stop spending our money, and they're using every trick in the book to hide from us the fact that that is what they are doing. And this has really been going on now for some time. You know, if you go back, you, you really go back to about 2005, 2007, something like that. And every single time the legislature has come into session, except for the, the sole time, 2015. But other than that, they have spent almost all the money they could spend legally and they, they could get their hands on. And so the question is, well, when is this going to stop? And, and, and the answer to that, of course, is, well, when we make them stop it, as long as we keep sending the same people to Austin, Texas, they're going to keep doing the same thing. And, you know, if that's what we want, that's what we're going to get. But if we want things to change, we're going to have to make some changes in the way we think about government, the way we think about the politicians we've currently sent up there, and, and what we really want from our government. And that's going to just take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of prayer, and it's going to take a lot of digging into God's Word to figure out how things need to change and what we can do to make that happen. Well, thank you for being on this week's Liberty Cafe. It's a blessing to have you here with me again, as it always is. And thanks again to our sponsors for the Liberty Cafe, Texas Scorecard. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate this show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.